All right, back this up. Oh yeah, got the new intro song. Bam! Welcome back to another episode of this show where I just randomly give my thoughts on anything. I will gladly do it. So I'm still experimenting with, with ways to record uh, last time I discovered that it's advantageous to record on two locations at once. My iPad and the micro SD card went great. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I recorded on the wrong mic. I have two mics in front of me. One for me and one for a guest. And <laughs> I swapped the inputs going into my uh, my pod track, the P4. I saw audio levels going up and down and i was like all right that's good enough it, it's it's recording me and i didn't put headphones in you know i was being a little lazy you know i was like ah, i don't need headphones i know it's recording i see the audio levels right there everything's fine they're gonna hear me i'll master it after you know how hard it is to master something when you record on the wrong mic no matter what there's noise no matter what there's there's fuzz unless there's some program I don't know about you guys let me know because yeah I was I was uh pretty much shit out of luck on that one even now I'm, I'm trying to like adjust my mic to a level that's acceptable to prevent clipping so let's see maybe maybe I should start by getting comfortable first and then adjusting the mic to me so yeah there we go moving it a little bit that sounds fine looks good not clipping oh that that was a little high I didn't like that but everything else seems to be all right. So we'll move ahead. I, I can't think of anything happening lately that's interesting. More so for me, I'm trying to get into the habit of recording these podcasts pretty much every single time my girl leaves to go play Dungeons and Dragons. She likes to go uh, play these fantasy games with her and her friends. And that's cool because it gets her out of the house. It gets time for me to... Uh, typically do my research which i do like all the time i i get so addicted to things it's such a personality flaw i used to have ocd as a child <laughs> i guess used to have ocd isn't really the way it works it's, it's more so i've managed it or switch what i choose to be con uh, compulsive about so I have these bad habits of just researching and researching and digging into these deep holes for hours looking up things. Of course, these are all things of interest to me. So it's never really seemed like a chore. But when I was now, it's not a chore, right? But when I was younger and you have to do things right, like you, you have to go to school, you have to do homework, you have to get that report in by Thursday. All right. I would literally find myself reading the same paragraphs over and over and over again because I didn't do it right. That used to uh used to irritate. Man, I used to have the bad uh I guess they're called man, this I forgot what everything's called and stuff like that. It was rituals, right? So I used to have the uh these rituals where like say my my uh obsession was everything had to be even. 
right? So if I touch the volume down, for example, on the remote, touch the volume down on the remote because it was first to be pushed down, I now have to push up twice and then finish with down, you know? It's like, okay, you were first, or now up's going to get two before you, but now you get the two as well. You finish it. So down gets two, up gets two. And yeah, it was it was really bad. And I used to like, <laughs> oh man, I wonder, I have a little brother, right? And uh, I wonder if he remembers this. I used to like copy anything I thought was funny or sounded cool on TV. I would like say it, but I had to say it like they did. And in order to finish the ritual, I had to swallow, like just swallow and uh, before I like took a breath. Oh my goodness. Um, it's like it, I'm reminding uh, reminding myself how ridiculous these things were, right? So like I remember I used to watch like Rocket Power, right? What was his name? Twister. I used to think his name Twister on that show was so cool, right? And he'd be like, yo, radical dude. And I'd be like, yo, radical dude. Yo, radical dude. Yo, radical dude. Yo, radical dude. And if I said it perfectly, swallow before I take a breath, bam, ritual's over. Now I can move on with my day. If I did not get it right, I would not move. I would not stop saying it like no matter what it had to be done. Oh, man, that I'm glad that that phase is over with. But uh, again, my, my whole point with that. I mean, I guess y'all come here to listen to me ramble. But my whole point was that is now as an adult, I find myself being compulsive over other things. And let's say like crypto, like I'm, I'm pretty big into crypto. Uh, let me let me rephrase. I'm pretty big into investing. I, I believe investing is very important. My overall goal would be I, I would love to retire early. Right. I th- they call it fire. Right. Financially independent. Retire early. Didn't know that was a thing. Saw it on YouTube one day. Right. But uh, that was, I'm in perfect alignment with them. I was always trying to get my expensive expenses as low as possible. That way I make this huge margin of profit and I just stole that away, stole that away, stole that away. That way I'll be able to retire. Like I never, even now, the, the way my life went, I always assumed, <laughs> it sounds crazy, right? But I always assumed I'd be like in the Dominican Republic somewhere or, or somewhere in Central or South America, just living a simple life, like not too far from the water, maybe in a small village somewhere. Like that's always been my mindset now mind you I, i am very a tech savvy guy i love technology i love uh video games the internet all this stuff and i felt like as long as i had access to you know a reasonable amount of that stuff i'd be completely happy and satisfied i didn't have to be in the rat race i didn't have to keep up with this trend or that trend you know and lo and behold i'm podcasting another trend life comes at you different than you expect sometimes right i mean what can you do but still overall that that's always been kind of my sentiment like i I definitely still want to live a life like that like you guys seen that other trend that's out a tiny homes like that's exactly what i had in mind back then but it was nowhere near the development stages it is now like man some of these tiny homes are like there there's so much thought and and love put into some of these projects i subscribe to one of those guys on youtube uh, he's in australia um tiny home 
Big Living or something like that. Check them out, but man, those homes are gorgeous, and they think about everything they need and nothing more, and that's exactly the mindset I have, right? So, like for me, like a like a full size kitchen, y'all don't know me. Like I, I mean, I love to cook, mind you, but do I do it every day? No, it is not one of those type of passions, right? Like I could say I love to ski. But I'm not out there on the mountain every day. It's just when I when I decide to do it with friends and family, it's fun. But it's not something I I aspire to be the greatest at. It's just something I enjoy doing sometimes, you know. And that's my attitude towards towards skiing, snowboarding, and cooking, you know. So, say for instance, I was building a tiny home. The kitchen is an afterthought. Well, not an afterthought, but it's definitely a low priority. I know I need to eat to live, right? But that's something where I could um, give me the smallest cooking nook you can. Give me some fire so I, I could cook some food, maybe a microwave and a sink, right? So in my mindset, it's like, does that even need to be in the house? Could it be outside? Could I cook outside? That'd be great. You know, people barbecue, right? Like, that's what I would do. Oh, it's raining? All right, I'll, I'll build a, a canopy over it or something. That, that will keep me out of the weather. That's that's more so what I would do. Super random thought, you know? And, and I realize that I don't mind going outside when it's rainy or wet because, you know what? I was doing that for my laundry a long time. In California, I had, I had one of these uh, uh, apartments I rented. And I was so tired of not having a washer and dryer. And finally, I found a spot that had a washer and dryer. And I get there, and I'm wondering, where is it at? Where's the washer and dryer? Mind you, this this apartment, which is how I found out I didn't need a kitchen, didn't have a kitchen. They had a full-size fridge, and they had a countertop with a sink, and that was it. They provided me a hot plate. And I, I want to say a rice cooker as well, but I for sure they they provided me a, a, a or is that a hot plate? No, an induction stove. That's what they. It was a one burner induction stove, and of course none of my pots and pans were induction. But that's what they said. Yeah, we don't we don't actually have a kitchen, but here's your induction stove. Uh, we don't we don't want flames in here. Da 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 da. Makes sense. Like it was like some uh, mother in law unit that they converted into an apartment. Whatever. Sounds good. Where's the washer and dryer? Right? And they walk me outside. You know? And and it's kind of cool how they set it up. So, like I said, I was a mother-in-law unit. So, there was an actual house. They constructed a fence for the backyard between the house and me, the mother-in-law unit. So, you go outside. I have my private part of the backyard. And tucked away in the corner against the house was a stacked washer and dryer and they built a little canopy over it you know rain or shine i had to go out there to do my laundry and it wasn't bad i gotta say it, it was not bad that's probably one of the best places i ever lived you know it's it's a shame i left to try to be a functional adult purchase my own home i regret it every day <laughs> nah, it's uh i will say that there are a list of rules when you're growing up people say you have to accomplish. And sometimes taking taking uh, taking those things off your to-do list make you feel accomplished. Sometimes it doesn't. 
You know, it's funny. We get into these social norms where people tell you this is what it has to be. This is what you have to do. And then when you do it, you wonder, why did I do that? Why did I waste my time? I wish I knew then what I know now. That's how it goes, right? So I'm not saying buying a house is a, a bad idea by any means. It definitely provides a level of security, but it also ties you up like no other. And maybe it comes from my mindset. Like I said, my goals when I was younger, like moving away, living in a little village, simple life. Like I feel like buying a home just made things more complicated. Like they do provide me, it provides me. I guess, a, ability to do things that I couldn't do before as a homeowner, like like fin- financial strategies, <laughs> if you want to say that. But but even still, that's only related to debt, right? Because everybody would tell you there's good debt and bad debt. And uh, yeah, I'm not too convinced that's the, that's the case, which again goes into my love of crypto. It's... It's so important for me, like, to, like to invest in, in crypto or stocks or whatever you feel is gonna go up. Those are the proven methods, right? I'm always thinking long-term investments. When I'm saying investing, I do not mean gambling. Some of these people out here gambling, like you be on Wall Street bets on Reddit. Those are gamblers, <laughs> and they know it. They they admit it. You know, I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. You know, but I definitely wouldn't do gambling um my point being with a home is that yeah it it has opened certain amount of doors so like for instance when you're trying to get a loan for something the fact you have a house is like for them leverage okay well if he doesn't pay we'll take we'll take his house okay well if he doesn't pay this we'll take his house so that's (laughs) they feel more comfortable giving you debt which some people need debt some people need debt to survive, right? Be it a credit card, be it a loan, be it a cash advantage. It's all debt. You know, outside of that, it's a lot of work. You know, sun sun breaks, I got to fix it. You know, you miss the days where like if your air conditioning wasn't work, you call your landlord to get it fixed. Well, I guess if you had a good landlord. But yeah. Um... Another one of those social norms is people tell you you got to have kids, right? Like, I'm in my 30s now. I'm actually going to be 31 next week. 31 years old. Think about that. That's a three. And that's a one. It's funny, like, um, I'll get to the point about the kids later. But <laughs> about to be 31 years old. Every time I get close to my birthday, I start thinking about life. It's It's something I do. You know, it, it's it's a yearly routine and I'm sure I'm not alone <laughs> where your birthday's coming up and you think about what have I done this past year? What have I done with my life? <laughs> and that's kind of like for me, buying a home and all this other stuff like that's my point is I felt I had to hit these milestones to feel accomplished. And then I realized, no, I didn't need to at all. 31, like, 31 summers, 31 winters. I didn't think I'll get here, you know, as is, I mean, I'm not trying to be like morbid or anything, but like, 
I think about when I was in high school, you know, like 30 just seems so far away. And all I did was live to be 15 years old twice. <laughs> all right. But man, it, it felt so far away. And then when you're 31, it doesn't seem that long ago at all. In fact, I'm shocked at how quick the time went by. And I used to hear that all the time when I was a kid. All the time people used to tell me, you know, enjoy your youth because this, this, and that. You're going to get older. And uh, I, I used to have this friend when I was growing up. Her name was Ginger. She was awesome. Her and her uh, husband. But she used to tell me, like, what did she say? She used to say something like, in the words of like, yeah, kind you know, when I was, I think she met me when I was like 10 or something. She was like, yeah, when I was 10, I couldn't wait to be 12 because then you're a preteen. Then you can wait to be 13 because then you're officially a teenager. Then you couldn't wait to be 18 because then you're an adult. And then you couldn't wait to be 21 because then you could drink alcohol. And then you couldn't wait to be 25 because then you could rent a car. And then she's like, and then I wanted to stop. But it didn't listen to me, you know. <laughs> she just kept growing and growing and growing. And I'll be honest with you, like the the way I feel at thirty one is also what I've heard when I was young. Like I used to work when I started my job, my career. I was a, I was like twenty years old. I wasn't old enough to drink with the guys I was working with. They're all older than me. I would probably say thirties, forties, fifties. You know, uh, pretty pretty normal when you get into the actual workforce. And. Me being a 20-year-old dude, they used to tell me, like, Kyan, you know what? I feel the exact same as you. And I didn't quite appreciate that at the time. But what they were trying to say was that I may be 45, but I feel like I'm your age. Like, just because I got older does not mean my brain has caught up to my body. Or, or I, would, I would even rephrase that nothing's wrong with their body <laughs> nothing's wrong with their brain right it's just it's more of a, a cultural thing where we are right, yeah, 30s 40 i think technically now 40s is middle age right because now the life expectancy is uh, 80 and up but in any case you're 40 years old now you're middle age you're you're supposed to be slowing down you're supposed to be breaking down nope you know <laughs> they used to get on their bicycles you know and, and bike 20 miles a day Go jogging, go do this, go go playing with their kids, playing with their family. Like they're just as active as ever. And nothing about them told them how old they were. Except them keeping track. And that was kind of their point. And I didn't get that back then. I get that now, because yeah, like I said, my birthday's next week. I'm about to be 31 years old. I don't feel any different. Like ever since my physically, ever since I left high school, I mean, what I grew probably half an inch. I'm still short as hell. And then that's it. You know, I gain weight. I lose weight in between. I work out, you know, get deload for years thanks to COVID. But other than that, I don't feel different. Age hasn't affected me yet. I mean, obviously it's going to affect me with like probably what? When I'm 50, 60, probably late 60s. You know, I don't know. It depends how good our food is. I guess we won't find out until we get older. But yeah, oh, sorry about that tangent. <laughs> Back to all the things I was about to say about kids. So these things about social norms, how you should feel when you get a certain age, what you should do when you get to that age. 
And then love, marriage, and children. Oh my golly, how we all disagree on something so simple and fundamental to the human race. Children, me, I do not want to have any. I knew that at a pretty young age. I loved kids, right? Like when I was, shoot, I would say since I was a kid myself, you know, oh, the baby, oh, the baby. You know, I think a lot of kids are like that. I guess I just got to an age where I grew out of it, but everyone else didn't. Like, I was friends with, with guys, I'll speak mostly for the men here, that knew they didn't want kids at that time we had the conversation, say if we were 19, 20, 21, even at 27, even some guys now at 30, they know they don't want kids now, but they know whether or not they want kids. It's a timing thing. It's a financial thing. It's, a, 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 I guess, a secure point in life thing. Or they're also waiting to find someone to fall in love with. They are waiting for marriage. So that kind of goes back to the timing thing or, or a circumstantial thing. But they definitely want kids. Just not right now. Because their life as they see it right now, is not compatible with children. Fine. I understand that. I'm a monster to them because I never want kids. I could be in love and in the most stable relationship and be a millionaire. And I will still not have any fucking kids. Kids are just so far from my goals and and how I see myself as a person like don't get me wrong parenting is a hard job a hard thankless job and that is why I respect parents so much let me rephrase that's why I respect good parents so much good parents loving parents parents that work hard for their children I have such deep respect and i hold them in such high like esteem and and honor because that job is so hard you know how i said i talk about investments that's the biggest investment you could do in your life and they are and they are handling it with such love care and and they have their eyes on it they're attentive right so i would never say it's easy to be a parent but it's definitely not easier <laughs> to be a good parent. You know, some some parents, I mean, I've witnessed them. I've, I've seen some. I've known some that are kind of dismissive. Like, it's they remind me of how I would treat an annoying pet sometimes. And that's really unfortunate. And so I guess for me as as who I am as a person and knowing how much time and effort it would take to be a good parent, I know just to stay away from that because that is just too, it's asking too much. It's, it's too hard. Like that's, that's something I can't give. And so if I'm not going to do a good job at something, it's, it's in my best interest to just not tackle that. You know, it, it is... Like I said, much respect to parents. Like that—that that is a hard, 
hard job, especially when you're putting them through college and trying to get them set up for the rest of their life. And oh my goodness, but yeah, yeah, like those those mushy gooey movies about like like uh, a father giving away his daughter at the wedding and all that stuff. No, I feel that stuff like that pulls at my heartstrings. I'm I'm not a monster here, you know. <laughs> I'm just that is just not not something I could do. That's that's a job I don't envy. I respect, but I do not envy. <laughs> now, social uh, norms of, of marriage and love. So, I do not agree. Or, maybe I should say I, I, I disagree. Because there's so, so many different cases and so many different outlooks and opinions. I'll just simply give mine. Marriage is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful structure for two people who love each other that want to stay committed and act as a nuclear family with or without kids. So that's my thought on that. When people treat marriage like baggage is kind of more so what i mean i i disagree with so let's define baggage i've been divorced and i've dated women with kids so i am biased here but listen listen all the way through for my point when i've dated a woman with kids i will consider the children baggage what I mean by baggage is just like literally it's something you have to check in at the airport. It is something tangible. It is something there. You cannot hide it. You can't stuff that bag away in in uh, in the bathroom at the airport and expect it to be at your destination, right? You have to be attentive. You have to be active. You have to hold on to it at all times or check it in and let them know your destination, and you got to pick it up like it's work. <laughs> it's not just going to be where you want it to be. Right? And everybody else can see it. You checking in just got to wait. It's tangible. That's kind of what I define as baggage. So if someone's been married, like I hear about this all the time. Uh, famous people, right? Divorced seven times. Divorced eight times. Divorced nine times. Who cares? That means nothing. The only time it means something is if it's baggage. Did he bring something from that relationship that's with him now? Or did she bring something from the relationship that's with her now? Is it like a PTSD? Is it, are they jaded? Or do the children, uh, uh, alimony, like something tangible? But if every single divorce was a clean cut, it's it's done it's like breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend like <laughs> i'm sorry people want to put this big old emphasis on marriage like i told you marriage is a beautiful thing but the huge emphasis on it like yes this is it the rest of your life you two together it's like bro chill with that like things happen life happens move on now i may disagree on why people get a divorce but that's neither here or there. I'm talking about actually getting divorced. If it was a clean cut, 
move on with your life. Because guess what? You can't walk down the street and someone looks at you and they go, oh, <laughs> they're divorcee. <laughs> they were married once. Look at them. You could tell. Right? It was like, nah, bro. Like, come on. Like, if, if you went on a Tinder date with someone that was divorced, you wouldn't know unless they told you. Come on, you know, like there's no way that that and that's kind of my point of baggage where if you pulled up with a, at an airport with no luggage, they're not going to assume you have some, right? Like it's just, okay, just you walk on in. Um, now, children are different because when I dated those girls that had kids, I had some that were pretty straight up. Hey, just so you know, I'm a mom cool no surprises what's up like let's let's keep eating you know yeah waiter i get the chicken fingers but i've been with people that tried to hide the fact they had kids that's weird to me that's what i mean like that's baggage because guess what that kid is alive that kid is tangible and if we go back to yo whip and you got a baby seat in it like come on like and it's awkward because we got to move it out of the way now. No, I was playing. But it's like, that's just wild to me. And even the thought, like, people have to hide things like that. I don't know. It's just, that's, I understand people, sometimes people, well, I mean, like I said, I'm 31. So I'm talking about, when I'm talking Tinder dating, I'm talking five, six years ago, right? So uh, early to mid 20s, it's true. A lot of people weren't dating a lot of single guys weren't getting serious with women with children at that age, right? Late twenties, early thirties, it changed for me and, and in my world, my group of friends out here in Cali, but early to mid twenties. Yeah. You were, you were trying to pretty much start your own. If you were serious about a relationship or you just weren't even trying to have anything serious at all. You know, like out, out here in Cali, it's hard. Like people cannot afford children. And so like to date a girl that got her own, it's like, ooh, that's a whole nother um, undertaking. Now, at the time, I wasn't necessarily against it. I, I wasn't one of those guys. I was I was cool. Like if if she was a great woman, she took care of her kids, bro. Like that's honestly all all I cared about because. I kind of viewed it as her kid, especially the, if the dad's still around. Like, that's y'all kid. Like, y'all could co-parent. Like, I'm over here. I just want the the relationship side, the good stuff. Any case. So, yeah. And I would say the reason why I brought that up is because I feel like my mentality towards marriage is what people's mentality towards children are. Like, Children are treated as more lackadaisical is not the word I want to use. They're treated definitely more like, like, I don't know, it's like less serious. And it could be certain groups, right? I would just say in my experience, people talk about having kids very openly. Like, like, oh, okay, well, if I got pregnant tomorrow like okay it's cool and again like i said that could be me and that could have been the woman I, I was with but that used to freak me out I, it, I used to ask some people questions i was like wait 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 you mean you mean if you had a kid right now at 23 years old 24 years old you good they're like yeah there's nothing we can do we just keep it moving da, da, da. you know and i guess i just 
okay, let me let me also say this. They were okay with having a kid with whomever. Or or maybe their boyfriend at the time, because they loved him. Or maybe their fiance. They're okay with having kids. They're okay with having another kid. So and there's some people I know, right? They already have a kid. And they're okay to have another. And to me, the only reason that was wild is because children are permanent. Children you cannot hide. Children are tangible. They are staying with you the rest of your life. And like my whole point about good parents, when you're attentive to your kids, it's like you're you're setting aside so many resources sources time attention you know uh money any resource you got i mean literally time is the biggest thing because time's your your biggest non-renewable resource right your time you're setting aside time for this child and no matter what even if you break up with the baby mama you break up with the baby daddy it don't matter you still gotta have a relationship with that person as long as that kid is bringing you two together, y'all could break up and y'all can hate each other. But guess what? You guys got to get together every birthday, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving. It's like, I guess that's why um, when kids were talked about so, so lackadaisically. Yeah, I can't think of a better word. That That used to just blow my mind. But marriage is the big thing, right? And that's the part I didn't get. Because like I said, if you break up with some, if you divorce somebody, it's a clean cut. Like if y'all didn't have no kids, if y'all have no uh, no property together or this, or even if you do and you guys have an amicable breakup, like legit, hey, this is not working out anymore. You just dap each other up, go your separate ways. You'll never have to deal with them again. Like I said, I've been divorced and I haven't seen my ex. I don't know how long. It's been like 10 years. I ain't talked to her. I ain't seen her. Like she's not even a thought on my mind. I forgot I was divorced until I was talking about this situation. I was like, oh, I should probably bring that up. You know, but <laughs> but if I had kids, what are, she just to be a big part of my life. I see her every year. It'd be 10 years and we still got eight to go. Like, I don't know. That that's just wild to me. So, like, I don't know. So I feel like society's just way more chill with you having kids as opposed to like getting married. Like, people make such a bigger deal about marriage, and that's I guess what I don't get. It could be marketing. You know, I could be guilty of that, <laughs> you know, talking about it right now, right? Everybody wants to get married in the summer. Everybody wants to buy that nice white dress, this and that. You know, it's it's it could be more so the emphasis of why marriage is looked at such a big deal. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, people should start treating marriage like notches on your belt. Like, you better just start collecting them. Trading them like Pokemon cards. <laughs> no, I'm just being stupid. But, um, so what else was I saying? Social norms about love, marriage, and children. Talked about marriage talked about children so love man you really can't put no rules on love like that stuff is so hard you know i remember when i was a kid right i used to say the stupidest shit like oh i'm gonna get so much hate for this but i used to say shit like like oh when i was a kid oh i only like white girls right you know my and, and sometimes I used to have like some some 
old hats that used to try to talk to me, you know, like, oh, okay, kind of you know, a lot of white girls. I'm like, well, like, why is that? Like, I, I used to live in uh, Richmond, right? And there wasn't a lot of white people back then, but there was some. I mean, it's always been pretty diverse, but I guess I'm, I'm mostly seeing, like, colored folks. <laughs> Not a lot of white people, but, you know, I, I said that. You know, and, and I remember, like, them talking to me, like, oh, yeah, why you say that? Why you say that? You know, I didn't know why, but, like, for whatever reason, I made that rule. It could have been because what I saw on TV at the time, which was all white people. Like, literally, I'm trying to think about, like, the early 90s, <laughs> pretty much anything with black people in it was probably X-rated. Like, I'm trying, there were a few good um, shows with, like, black people in it. But damn, I'm, like, literally drawing a blank right now. Oh, there's Recess. <laughs> Hey Arnold, like there was a few black folks in it, but in any case, in any case, so I probably said that said that off of something stupid like that. But I was always a very outspoken kid. Like, oh my god, I've got my dad in so much trouble because I was one of those kids. Like I said, I just go into a group of people and just like, yo, I'm gonna say my piece. Y'all ugly. <laughs> Why y'all stink? Why y'all poor? <laughs> but that was me. I was one of those kids. So in any case, I only like white women. Uh, okay, Kai, like super random. Why you only like white women, you know? And I couldn't articulate. I, I mean, I was a kid, right? And I always proved myself wrong because guess what? The next year in elementary school or something like that, here here comes Cindy. And she a light-skinned black girl. Oh my God. Like she, she rocked my world, right? Like, wait, wait, wait. I, I thought I only like white girls. What the fuck? Okay, okay, let me rephrase. I only like white girls and light-skinned black girls, right? <laughs> like, that's how I got around it. Like, I cannot admit I was wrong. I mean, that's still something that carries over till today. But, man, even, it, I went through phases like that. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I was wrong. Like, I only like Asian girls now. Oop, I was wrong again. I only like Indian girls. Bruh, so dumb. And my point being is that, People change so much and so often that to put these these like stagnant rules on love. Like I remember hearing stuff like it ain't love if if y'all been dating if y'all haven't been dating longer than two months. It ain't love if you call her and she don't pick up or call you back. It ain't love, you know what I'm saying? Like like it, and I feel and this is like the part that why, why i feel for some of the old hats you know like like a lot of people that used to give me advice even unsolicited right bro the people that gave me the most advice unsolicited and i heard them the most were people that were hurt like that's not a joke at all like i'm telling you like all throughout my life i just remember people that were hurt were the ones telling me advice like dudes that got got cheated on and stuff right and you could tell it still bothered them like they would they would get emotional talking about it get fired up and it's like man dude like i feel for you so hard but you giving me the worst advice right now like dude calm down work on your demons before you start making the these rules you know and it's like wow because some of these people that were giving me advice that, that were hurt had kids had nieces had nephews and it's like man dude that is not the time to be trying to Try, don't spread that shit but 
y'all already know misery loves company like damn like if someone's happy and in a relationship you gotta ask them <laughs> how you do it right they they so happy they just in their own world you know so that's that that's kind of why like i'm realizing like with, with, with love man you can really not put rules on that shit like people told me if you if you you too young for love you too old for love you too this you too that you know, and I remember like my granddad, I love my granddad. He always give me like the best advice. He ain't one of those people that hurt, <laughs> you know. Um, this is not what he meant with it, <laughs> but he was talking to me about sex, right? And he's letting me know, he goes, Kanye, <laughs> you know, it feels good to lose your virginity. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, you know, when you... When you bust that first nut, it feels amazing. I'm a youngster, right? I'm, I'm in my late teens at this time. And he goes, and he goes, and kind, you know the difference between a 15-year-old boy losing his virginity, busting his first nut, and a 40-year-old man? I'm like, no, what's the difference? He goes, nothing at all. If whatever reason, <laughs> I mean, that man told me so many stories that stuck. That really stuck with me. At the time, he told me this stuff because I was uh, dating a girl. I was like 18 or 19 and nobody wanted me to be with her. Right. I met her at church. She was a church girl. And I'm telling him, I'm like, bro, y'all ain't gonna keep me away from her. I love her, bro. We're going to get married. Like, I'm I'm one of those dudes. Bro. Oh, my God. Right? Like, looking back, it's like, oh, I'm so stupid. But in any case, <laughs> so, I mean, my dad was trying to talk to me. My auntie's calling me. My my uncle talk, talking to me. Cousins talking. Like, everybody, they're like, kind, bro, you tripping, bro. Like, nah, that ain't love. You're like, you horny and this and all this other stuff. And yet, my granddad was the only one that listened to me when I talked. And I felt was actually giving me good advice. You know, that stuck with me because I, I wasn't with her because I was trying to fuck. But at the same time, I was a teenager. Like, it was definitely a, a, a reality. Right? Um, I'm horny. I'm, I'm, I think about it a lot. Da, 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 da. But that I didn't feel at the time that was the reason I was with her. Looking back, I realized how much experience I lacked, which I wish someone <laughs> definitely talked to me more about. Any case, um, that stood out to me because it showed me how experiences don't necessarily degrade over time, like people tell us, like society tells us. You know, if you don't have something by this age, you're weird. You're weird, bro. What's wrong with you? You didn't do something by this age. You're weird. What's wrong with you? And my granddad was telling me the opposite. He was saying, ain't no difference. What's going to happen? Ain't no difference. <laughs> you know, and I 100% agree to this day. If not just about sex, just about a lot of things in general. You know, we put these 
restrictions on ourselves and sometimes i i mean i'm not naive sometimes it's good sometimes it creates personal growth but then there's other milestones we create that are just so completely arbitrary that the only thing they get it uh get in the way of is our happiness like legit like the only thing is doing is like slowing you down or getting you caught up in your head you know and, and life life's too short for all that stuff so if you didn't get anything out of this podcast, just pretty much end up being the 40-year-old version, bro. You still, you, you bust a nut, and you ain't a teenage parent. <laughs> y'all remember that y'all on MTV is 16 and pregnant? I think those, that family's, family with girls or whatever, like, are making a comeback. And it's wild. I still remember those girls for when I was watching that show at 16. I remember watching that, like, man, fuck this, like. Fuck that shit. Back at the time, I used to skateboard, right? I'm like, bro, ain't no way, bro. I was skateboarding when I when I got home. I was playing on my Nintendo DS like until two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck that shit. I ain't doing that. So, any case, that's that's the end of this podcast, man. I've been talking to you guys' head off for like forty five minutes. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep rolling. Like, so pretty much my my plan for this stuff is that I'm going to keep recording chop them up make an episode out of this one make an episode out of that one episode out of this so i may be talking for three hours one day but i'll just try to like release them like they're actual episodes or something um shout out to my listeners i saw on the analytics like most of y'all was from germany that was random but in any case hope you have a good rest of your week good morning good night Listening on the drive home, drive safe, keep your eyes on the road. Look out! Saved your life. All right, y'all. Peace out.